98.3. Two weeks in a row now I've started the show without my microphone turned on. Yeah, but it was lovely anyway. Oh, thank you. I did a massively epic spiel just then and no one heard it. I know, you could have changed the world. A minute and a half. I did. Yeah, I did a Martin Luther <laughs> King. I had a dream. How are you? I've got a virus. Oh, no. I think. Chlamydia? Yeah, probably not. The herpes? Not the, the herpes. Not the clap. It's like luggage. Once you've got it, you've got it for life. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's, some, that's some heavy baggage. <laughs> yeah. No, happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's going to be hot today, 36, I think it's going to be. Disgusting. I feel a bit uncomfortable. I'm wearing my T-shirt's a bit too tight. Oh, it looks great because it's black. Yeah, but you can't see the, the gut section. You can only see the top half. It's meant to be slimming, but not meant to be like... Uh-huh. You know, it's all right if I'm consciously sucking in my guts, but if I forget about it, guts me go. Yeah, but don't you feel like now that you're over 30, mm. you kind of own your own self no. and you don't really care? No, I've got body issues. Oh. Yes. I'm almost at that place where I'm just like, I don't care anymore. Really? You're over the hill. You're I'm a bit too, too young tired. to do that. I'm I too think, tired. I feel like like 65 is like, yeah. I know, I know my mum's at that phase right now. She's like, I don't care if I sound mean. Yeah. I'm like, mum, you could have said that so much nicer yeah. and had the same <laughs> yeah. result. And she's, she's like, like I don't have time. Yeah. Um, got some petrol this morning. Yeah. How the much light, is it? Because I need to get petrol. Well, the light came on. Yes. And then I'm driving and it was like $1.33. And I'm like, eh, I think I can do better. And then it was like $1.34. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And it's like $1.36. I'm like, I better do this. It's only going to get worse. Uh, and I went into the, the server and it was freezing in there. Yeah. Like Arctic. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, it's going to be hot today, but it's like not hot, hot at the moment. Hot, hot, yeah. They're getting yeah. in ahead of time. I was freezing. I'm wearing thongs. I don't even wear thongs. They've got to keep their frozen drinks cold. So they stay frozen. Did you know Australia is the only country that, that charges extra to keep to, like for cold drinks as opposed to drinks like warm on the shelf? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I country. hate that happens. I know. Because you, you go to Safeway or yeah. whatever and then you see Coke or yeah. soft drink on the shelf. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. You pay cheap. rent in the fridge. You do. They, sh- they charge you for electricity. Goddamn Australia. <laughs> like we're great in some ways, but in some ways, eh, not so good. That's a fail. It is a bit of a fail. Put it on the checklist. It's an epic <laughs> fail. Uh, we've got a great show. Yes. Uh, Heath Davison. That's gold, a, this is exciting. Gold medalist. And my lady friends tell me is quite the attractive man. Oh, look out. Unfortunately, I didn't put my face on this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and we're talking about the Oscars. And we've got a lot more yes. show coming up. So stick so around. So much show. Yeah, Matt and Kira, Friday morning breakfast. And that's your latest traffic on RPPFM. You're back Friday morning breakfast, Matt and Kira. It's going to be a lovely day today. It's currently 26 degrees. It's weird when it's like one of those really hot days. Yeah. And it's hot when you go out in the morning. Yes. But I, I like it though. I don't mind the heat in the dark. No, me either. Because you cool. haven't got the burning sun. Yeah. It feels like. It's a bit of a novelty. It is nice. I walked out and I was like, whew, it's a bit toasty out here. So I've got a but new story. Nice. I've got a new story from like three weeks ago that I just haven't, I just didn't get around to saying. <laughs> well, I, it's all good. It's all good. So apparently a boy uh, in the North Carolina woods went missing, right? Yeah. For three days he was out there and it was freezing cold. Like, like yes, you'll die. The woods pneumonia. Uh, he was three years old. <coughs> and when he got rescued, he said a bear helped him out. A bear. So people weren't, you know, bear experts. They went, mm, well, no, because a bear will just eat your face off. Agree. So then people are saying Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Bigfoot is For real. a three-year-old to say a bear. Yeah, and he goes, oh, yeah, he, he helped me. He helped me stay warm and he helped me get out. That's epic. I know. But, like, I want it to be true. I mean, I don't think it's true. I'm too sceptical. But, I mean, what, what what would he think it would be? Like, I mean, he knows what a... Unless it really... I mean, imagine it, maybe it was I mean, a bear. it did happen in the Jungle Book. Yeah. Although that bear in The Revenant didn't like Leo very much. <laughs> it, like, attacked him a fair bit. You know, it wasn't like, hey, Leo, you're trapped. I'll give you a hand. Hey, buddy. But maybe it's real. What What mythical creature out of all the mythical creatures do you wish was real? Oh, my gosh. I kind of wish I, the Loch Ness I, was real. Yeah. I kind of sit on the fence. I want unicorns to be real. Unicorns? So that I can. They're the most overrated mythical creature. I, I Yeah, but my daughter wants one so bad. So if they were real, she'd just stop. She keeps saying, can you get me one? I'm like, dude, I've been here 32 <laughs> years. I haven't seen one yet. They're hiding. A regular horse. They're hiding. Um, but I want Falcor from The Never Ending Story, uh, the did, luck dragon. 
Oh, is that like the dog that flies? Yeah, oh, he's a luck dragon. I kind of want Jesus to be real. That'd be kind of cool. It would be epic <laughs> for him to come back and be ethnic and yeah, and like just completely go. Guys, you so misinterpreted the Bible. He's like, now everyone looks like me. What's going on? Everyone's wearing mandals and rocking a beard. Mandals. Yeah, and it's like, and people would be like, Jesus Christ, because you know he was really small, don't you? Well, I feel like humankind was quite small. Yeah, back but he then. was like, especially because you see, you like the image of him on the cross. <coughs> you think he's what, like five eleven, six foot? He was like four foot eleven. What? So like the cross? Pardon? Yeah, so the cross was like miniature. What? Yeah. I've never heard he was yeah. that short. Yeah. Why is he so small? Because oh, they were just they were just mini people back then. Mini people. Yeah. Smurfs. But I think uh, I think Loch Ness would be cool. Mermaids. Mermaids would be. Uh, would they be sirens? Would they lure men Ooh, to know. dangerous no, waters? They're, they're two different things, aren't they? Yes, I guess. Well, a mermaid isn't a siren. Otherwise, they'd just no. be called mermaids. My, What's the problem with but, mermaids? But siren, mem. The problem with mermaids is not enough woman to love and too much fish to fry. I like that. That's the thing. Untouchable. Um, genies. What about genies? Oh my gosh, yes. That'd be cool. You definitely. Except how many? Genie. You couldn't have too many genies because otherwise everyone would be wishing for everything and everyone it would just wreck the whole thing. They want, and you're just walking down the street and everyone's yeah. got floating <laughs> genies behind. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like a gajillionaire. It's like, well, now I want to be an ultra gajillionaire because everyone's a gajillionaire. You've got to be even more, and things would just cost. Well, things would just cost. You know, if everyone's a billionaire, like a can of coke would cost like four thousand dollars easily, and then you'd be like, well, now I need to be even richer because even with my billions, I still need more money. I don't know. I like that. Mythical creatures. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. luck dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Mermaids. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, Heath Davidson's coming up later in the show. Uh, up what next, have you maybe what we watched. What have Oscars. you watched? Oscars. Oscars. Yeah. Oscars. Oscars. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I need. Yeah. Friday morning breakfast, Matt and mm-hmm. Kira, K-Dog. K-Dog, his bot. I couldn't think of anything else. Special uh, K. <laughs> so there's been some news, uh, news stuff news. that's happening in the news. Let's talk about the news. Let's yeah, be, let's, let's do be like Eminem. a bit of a news recap. Let's be Alastair, I can't say it. Anastasia Salamastrakis. Oh. That's my favourite newsreader's name. Second favourite, Emma Francesco. Thir- third favourite, Leaf Mulligan. Is this just because the names are fun to say? Yeah. Yeah, cute. Like, say Anastasia. Now, I can't say Anastasia. Salamastrakis. Salamastrakis. Fun to say. Anastasia Salamastrakis. Yeah. Actually, there was a newsreader on um, here last week, Candy Hertz. That's a pretty good name. Candy does hurt. Candy Hertz was the newsreader for last week. Candy does hurt my teeth. Yeah. Sounds like some sort of uh, different actress from a different type of movie. (laughs) (laughs) Candy Hurts. Oh, now introducing to the stage. (laughs) Candy Hurts. Um, So we've got got George Pell. Yes. We've got Lawyer X. Lawyer X. And we've got this dude that faked his own bashing, Jussie Smollett or Smollett. Jussie? That's a weird name. Just call yourself Jussie. Jesse, Jussie. Jussie. It's J-U. J-U. S-S-I-A. Jussie. So let's start off with him because that's the oldest news. So he faked his own bashing in America. He's on a hit TV show and he said that he got bashed. It was a hate crime. They put a rope around his neck. What show is he on? I probably should have done my... That's all right. No, you keep going. I'll look it up. Okay. So he faked his own bashing, said it was a hate crime. Turns out he actually paid two black guys because he's black as well to beat him up to try and get a promotion, to try and promote his career up higher. Now, he's going to get in trouble for the police for doing a fake oh. crime. It's a whole thing. It's uh, a whole okay, thing. Okay, so he was on the Mighty Ducks. Oh. He's in Empire. He's in Empire, that's the one. Um, also got uh, JP, George Powell. George Powell, yes. George uh, P stands for something else now. Uh, touching some yes, children inappropriately. Thoughts, feelings. I'm very, very grateful that some justice has come forward for the poor victims. Mm. I'm grateful that they were heard and listened. Mm. Um, it will be interesting to see now it's, because it's the, a pretty big deal. The church is doing their own um, investigations oh, now. That means anything. I think they've been doing yeah, it for years. They just moved the priest somewhere exa- else. Well, I think the thing that's upsetting the victims who I guess are happier as well that they've had an outcome with George, but the church hasn't apologised. Mm, okay. That's. I, I wonder. I, I think I it would have been different. Really offensive. I think it would be different if it was in a different country, 
because yeah. we're not a very religious country. No, we're not. But I think if that was like it, because he's like, he's like pretty high. I think yeah, he's like he's third the highest. I don't know. He's he's the treasurer of the of the whole church. Yeah, isn't he? he's right up there. So he's like the third the third OJ, um, which is pretty shocking. But I, I think people have got to stop. Uh, I think it's happening a little bit more now. But people that have got a prestigious job. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I'm a judge. Well, he couldn't do anything wrong. He's a judge. I, or like, you. I'm a lawyer or I'm yes. a, you know, I'm a doctor. And then you find out all these, t- you know, even like, I know it's crazy, but like Bill Cosby, yeah. he was like, not so much in Australia, but in America, he, oh, he was like the America's father. We yeah. all loved him. He yeah. was, and yes. it's like, we've got to stop, uh, you know, thinking that someone's a good person just because of the job that they've got. Agree. Because that doesn't really just mean because anything. because of popularity yeah. doesn't mean. Yeah, you could be a garbo and be the best guy in the world that does charity work all the time. Oh, in the same context then, do you believe the uh, newer documentary release of Michael Jackson? Oh, please. Oh. <laughs> I went there pain. because you're such a big Michael Jackson I didn't. Fan. I haven't seen it. I saw like no, a snippet of it. No, I don't think it's been it. released here. HBO have been sued by the Jackson family. Well, I saw something on 60 Minutes, but I didn't see it. Yeah. Like I flicked it. And then it was just, it's just always that thing where it's just like one person and they say two things. People. Two people. But it's all, uh, I mean, I think I just based it on my own moral compass. So yeah. like if, even, even if I was getting paid pretty well, which I don't know how much a cleaner at Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch is getting paid. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you'd want, you'd, you'd have to give me millions upon millions of dollars to be quiet about that sort of thing. Yeah. Like millions. Like yeah. You know, I can buy an island money. Yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, I'm I'm dobbing you in. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's stupid. It's like I'm getting my thirty five bucks an hour. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about you know all these kids. You know, whatever. It would be interesting to see the doco and see because apparently be. they're not getting paid from it. These boys. Mm. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah that about the Australian dancer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was a friend of Michael Jackson for yes. years. But I also think there's the flip-flopping thing as well where it's like you're defending for years and then you come out and then you're it's like, It's very hard to go up against someone's magnitude of Michael Jackson whilst he's alive, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Maybe that's something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't seen it. I'd be interested to see it. Apparently it swayed a lot of um, people to I, their I, side I just, that were not before. Not, not that I'm a psychologist or anything, but... Based on the ones like from England, like Jimmy Savile and stuff, yeah. like throughout his whole career, he's like, oh, I hate kids, I hate kids, yeah. I hate kids, kind of like trying to distance himself from it. Yeah. Where Michael Jackson is the complete opposite. Now, maybe he's just like, so loony that he doesn't even know that he's That's, doing it. Yeah. But you think if you're going to do that, like why would you be like, I love children, come and play with me. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like even, you know, just <laughs> even <laughs> even at a normal, but even at a normal level do it. Like, oh, yeah, I like kids. Yeah, they can come and yeah. play. At a normal level, that's cool. Yeah. But if it's like, I'm ch- a children magical. It's just like, okay, well, now you now it is creepy. Yeah. Regardless of what's happening. Would you watch it though? I feel I like I want to watch would, it. I would, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, he's got to, he had exactly. issues. And, yeah. um, and Lawyer X. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. It's been named this afternoon at 4 p.m. (laughs) So, from what I've read and what I've heard, and forgive me if I'm wrong, um, and I said before, we're not not great news reporters. I don't like the news, it's miserable, so I don't really watch it. I just sort of look for snippets that get passed on on Facebook. Yeah, I can't read, so I read the article and then I. And then you interpret it in a a dance, (laughs) interpretive dance. This is Michael Jackson's lovely. Yeah. So, yeah, Lawyer X has been disclosed at four o'clock today. And from what I've read, if Carl Williams was alive, he might be out of jail on mm. a, what did we say it was? And a technical, technicality. And a technicality. Yeah. Um, based on this his confidentiality. Double, double agent. So, it'll be mm. interesting to see what comes out. Obviously, everyone involved already knows which lawyer this is. Mm. So, this I don't person know. apparently also has children. Mm. And they've that's um, a female, is it? Female lawyer, and they've considered taking her children away and putting them in protective because of what people come witness might, protection what, because the mafia might come and well, try she's and bust a, a cap, yeah. <laughs> but then they already know who she is. Something yeah, could have happened before. Yeah, it's but Stacey. it's all, hey, so it's going to be a big deal at four o'clock. I, we're going to have this name that's just everywhere. I just feel like The Simpsons, you know, where the Homer's got the bag over his head with <laughs> like Mister X. It's like, who is this man? It's like this lady finally gets to take the bag off her head she after takes years. The bag off her head. Years. Uh, we've got Heath Davison coming up just after about quarter past eight after our cover offs. Um, and yeah, talk about the Oscars next. What do you yes, reckon? Yes, I think so. I reckon. Stick around. Double PFM. Oh, God, yes. Eat a cheese toasty to raise awareness. 
Oh. That's what I'm laughing at. I heard something entirely different. Why? What did she say? Don't worry oh, about okay. it. <laughs> it's not suitable I don't for get airwaves. The whole, I don't get the whole oh, raising awareness. Do people not know that breast cancer exists? They do. And it's actually probably one of the highest. Like, yeah. Um, this is what I get confused about with cancer. I've got beef with cancer, okay? Oh, who doesn't? Because it's like, well, if you cure cancer, surely yes. you cure cancer for yes. everyone. Why? Obviously, there's different strains of cancer. Yeah, but why? I don't like to discriminate against. I agree. I don't want to give boob cancer. I would and like to actually. Prostate. I, I, want think to just... that the, I think that the thing is, is if you had like one cancer foundation and everyone's putting money in, Within the Cancer Foundation, they're going to pick where the money goes. Yeah, do that. But if your family's been touched by a certain type of cancer and you're wanting to donate in their legacy, then you're wanting it to go to that specific yeah, cancer. Yeah, well Hence then. the breakup. Not breakup, break. Yeah. You know. The, the, the division. The division. Thank you uh, for words. I don't words. like it. I don't like it. Segregation. Doesn't like it. Can't yeah. we all? I have a dream. I have a dream. The, the breast cancer. Inclusive. Prostate cancer. Can Let we put it be it, inclusive. Can put, be all in one thing. Um, okay, so the Oscars, Mm-mm. 2019 Oscars. Did you see any of it? Did you care? Um, I didn't actually care. And I think I saw, um, I did see Selma Blair mm. on the red carpet who has uh, previously just before sort of announced that she has MS. Mm. So she was on the red carpet with her walking stick and I thought she was <laughs> mighty brave. Oh. Is it Very brave. Is it brave? It's brave when you've had brave your... Brave gets thrown around too much as well. When you've had your face in the spotlight forever and it's how you look and, and being a celebrity is based solely, you know, on your image and mm. you walk out and you go, right, I'm going to own this MS. I'm going to walk with my walking stick. You're going to see me tremor. Mm. And that's Maybe she okay. was just cold. <laughs> she could have been. We should ask her. She was like, where's my shawl? Did I leave it exactly. in the car? She looked beautiful. I think she was brave because, I mean, it's mm. it's hard to be okay. in the public spotlight, I imagine. Okay. We have different, different definitions of brave, I think. Brave brave is as brave does. Okay. So the, <laughs> the, uh, the best picture went to Green Book. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I hadn't really heard of a lot of... And I'm really good with movies. That's like my... my That's your niche. Five tay. That's your thing. Um, it beat Black Panther, Black Black Black, Black, Black Klansman. It's hard to say. Oh, yeah. I heard about that movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, um, Roma, which is on Netflix. First Netflix movie nominated for Academy Award. Wow. Well, well proper movie. Not, Have never, you watched Roma? What's Roma? No. It's about... Um, it's black and white. It's in Mexico in the 1970s. Um, a Star is Born and Vice. That's what it beat out. And I've never even heard of it. No. Has it come out? Well, yet? apparently, it, apparently, it shouldn't have won. It was quite quite a weak choice. Yeah. You know, like the other movies had a little bit something to say. This was a bit fluffy. Okay. Um, fluffy. Sometimes we all need a bit of fluffy, but it's just like, hang on, have we even heard about it down under? Has well, it been yeah. released here? Yeah, it's just one of those little movies. You know the way the Oscars are. Yeah. It's either like the biggest movie yeah, of all, all time the, wins it. or what like was it? The Water one last year. It was that Shape water, of water Man, Shape of Water. Mm. I was like, what is that? Uh, best original screenplay was Green Book. Now, again, screenplay was actually written by Peter Farrelly, who did Dumb and Dumber and Made Myself really? and Irene and all those movies. Uh, best actor was uh, Rami Malek yes. uh, for, Bohemian, for Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Best actress was Olivia Colman. I don't, I don't even know her. Olivia I've never heard Colman. the movie The what? Favourite. The f- not, never heard so of it. I'm I'm a bit scared of it because the movie she's been in uh, before is The Lobster. If if you ever want to see the worst movie in the world, watch The Lobster. Oh my god, my friend told me to watch it. George, he gave it five stars. He goes, "You got to watch this." I just chucked it on without knowing anything about it. It was the most slowest, boring, weird, horrible movie I've ever seen in my life. What's it called? The Lobster. 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 She didn't win for that. She won for the favorite. But um. Uh, Mara, I can't say his name Mahersh, Mahershal Ali Won for Green Book as well Reg- For Best Supporting yeah. Actor He also won a couple of years ago for Moonlight uh, And Reg- Regina King won for If Beale Street Could Talk Best Supporting Actress Regina King, you might know she, She's always the I mean, know Regina George from she's, Mean Girls <laughs> She's always the wife of the black movie star So she's the wife in Daddy Daycare She's the wife of Will Smith in Enemy of the State. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm, Ice Cube's sister mm-hmm. in Friday Yeah. Um, best Director was Alfonso Coron for Roma. He's also done Gravity. And was that with Sandra Bullock? It was, yes. Um, yeah. So overall, it that's was okay. A, that's a kind of eclectic. Yeah. It, it, again, the, the, winning the, like uh, you're saying all these names I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a big year where it wasn't no. all the stars. 
Um, uh, Spike Lee finally got his first one as well and first nomination ever for Best Picture, even though he's done a lot of movies that probably should have nom- been nominated. Yeah. Uh, so I had a look back at some of the other ones that sh- probably shouldn't have won. I've said this before, but Goodfellas should have won in 1990. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's my favourite Mobster movie. Um, 94, Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption. That's the toughest year by that far. That was so hard. 96, English Patient won. Shouldn't have won. Also in that category was Fargo and Jerry Maguire. Oh, wow. Uh, 2005, Crash won. That just shouldn't Crash have won. Crash was good. Yeah. Crash but, made me cry a lot. Yeah, but eh. uh, 2011, The Artist won. That was a silent movie. Uh, beat... Midnight in Paris, which I think probably should have won that year. And 2013, 12 Years a Slave won and beat Dallas Buyers Club and Wolf of Wall Street. No. no. 12 Years a Slave was not my favourite movie. It no. went 12 you, years too long. Well, if you're going to watch a movie like that <coughs> with slaves, it watch, watch really, Django. It was a really long Have you seen movie. Django? I've seen Django. <laughs> Did yeah. you like Django? <sighs> you're not a Quinn Tarantino fan? I'm not. I, he's such a polarising filmmaker. You either love him or you hate him. There's not one that goes, oh, I kind of like his stuff. I don't hate him. I just wouldn't pick one of his movies over other things. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to be talking about what we watched uh, next week. Yes. Uh, this, <laughs> next what week. are we watching what next we watched week? This week <laughs> after the song. Also at about quarter past eight-ish. Mm-hmm. Heath Davidson, gold medal. I'm Winner. excited. Imagine being around a gold medalist. Is he wear, is, have you told him to bring in his gold no, medal? No, I didn't. Oh, I know. I should have. I've never seen a gold medal. I know. But he might bring it in. Like, Heath, if you're if listening. If he hasn't left, you go haven't back. Left your get your gold medal. <laughs> yeah, bring it in. Make Come sure on. you've got it. We want to see it. Uh, more with Matt and Kira after this. Uh, this uh, Take me away, Kira. Take me away. A million miles away from here. Absolutely. Um, what did we watch this week? What did you? I've got a little thing. I'll play yeah, it. do the thing. I'll see if it works. What did we watch this week? Uh, see, it sounds, it sounds all right. And then it's like this one. Oh. What's your favourite one? Which one makes you feel most excited to uh, be? That, that other one works pretty I well. I love that one. Oh, the tiger. Nah. Yeah. Pixar. I love that. Yeah. What else we got? That oh, this one. Village. Yeah. That is some cinema action. Oh, it's so that's good. That's like when you're at the cinemas. That one's pretty good as well. Yeah, that one's pretty that's, good. That's universal. Boom, boom. Dun, dun. Disney. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make, I'll make sure this is shorter for next week. Yeah, but I still, I'm still i still enjoying it. That's HBO. Yeah, that's Sex and the City sounds right there. Yeah, to me it's Curb. Boom, boom. And then that's obviously nowadays. You know, I reckon I've done that because there's an... Have you, do you watch The Office? Um, No. Which well, version do you watch, America American or UK? One. Yeah. Uh, but there's an episode where he talks about um, how they teach, how they taught dogs how to um, to salivate over the sound of a bell. So they'd basically give them a treat and then ding, and give them a treat. And then at the start of the episode, he starts up his computer and he goes and makes a sound. And every time he does that, he offers his coworker a tic tac, and he does it over like months and months and months. And then he restarts his computer, and the guy just puts his hand out, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I." don't know and i reckon netflix have done that sound specifically so when you hear it you think i'm about to watch something on tv you know it's well i do i was saying to you when i heard it last week the minute i hear that mm. it makes me think i'm about to watch something 13 tapes and what's it called 13 reasons why 13 reasons why because mm. that was probably my first like binge on netflix binge. that was yeah. your first binge like new binge not see i had the dodgy... my first binge was gilmore girls but i even is that netflix or is that stan i don't know uh, like I've done uh, revisiting shows from my past. It's so weird when you go on someone else's Netflix. Like I was on Mum's the other day, yeah, and it's just completely different stuff. Yeah. Like it's all just girly stuff, and there's like <laughs> no good stuff on there at all. I'm like, what is this? Um, I didn't actually watch that much this week. I, w- I did watch. Uh, I finished off that dating show on Netflix, which oh, is a did. bit bit famo. I still of me. haven't gone past episode one. It was all right, except I feel like they were trying to be. Uh, maybe this is old man of me, but a bit too diverse. So yeah. I think out of the, I think there was like six episodes, and out of the six, like two of them were gay people. Um, one of them, and they were like ethnic. I don't yeah. know. Uh, it's like trying to be too diverse. It. It's like you know what? There's what? It's roughly ten percent of the population is gay. It's like you don't need to make it a third of the show. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But I still enjoyed but it. In saying that, was one couple male, one couple female? Yeah, it was a lesbian and a gay guy. Is that your two gay episodes? And it was an older guy, which I kind of liked because he was older. I'm yeah. like, they didn't keep it all young. Well, that's and not bad. Like, They're showing it from a lesbian point of view and from a gay point of view. Yeah, and two girls and one guy. Hang what? on, what? A threesome? No, no, no. It was like a oh. young guy, two young girls, <laughs> a 
I, <laughs> I'm like, hang on, what? Dating yeah. for three? No, it was good. They were talking about gay lingo. I'm like, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <coughs> Did but you was... learn some gay lingo? No, not really. Because I'm like, I, I kind of want to know. I wanted like a spreadsheet. Yeah. Because she's like, are you? And the lesbian was like, are you? A, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I know. But I want to know. I know. And I think uh, out of all the uh, episodes, I think maybe two of them made the wrong decision. Okay. Um, but it was interesting. It was. A, I guess it's like that show that's on Channel 7 or something, like First Date. It's essentially yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Except that's First really... Dates is not deep at all. Oh, okay. Like I don't think got... this show is that deep. It's either. not that deep. It's deeper. It goes deep. Just slightly. Yeah. It's just the Ever way they so shoot slightly. it because Netflix. I don't know what cameras they use, but everything looks like a movie. Yeah. So even if it's reality TV, it still looks like it's like a, some sort of movie show. quality. But it was good. I, I recommend. You know, girls will like it. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I just, you know, I got, I watched the first episode. I was like, yeah, this isn't bad. I still haven't gotten past the first episode. And and one of the chicks just pulled the pin. Mid date. Sounds like me. Yeah, he was like a New York guy, and he kept doing like these sexual innuendos. Oh, really? He's like, yeah, you like, uh, you like meat in your mouth and things like that. And she's oh. like, you know what? Uh, uh, I've got a headache. I'm going to bounce. And he's like, hey, finish it, finish your wine. And she's like, oh. no. And then she bounced. It was enjoyable. What did you watch? Dearie me. Um, I Dearie watched me. my maths. Don't say dearie me. Dearie me. <laughs> I watched my maths. Yeah. Married at first sight. Yeah. Uh, they brought in two new married couples this week. Oh, God. So they've got a, what is she worded as? It is an experiment within the experiment. Mm. Um, lots of uh, potential you basically watched husband juggling. It wasn't actually. What that, even is that show though? It's it didn't really do much for me this week, if I'm honest. No. <clears throat> okay. And Innes is gone, which is good. But I hear she's, I've seen a photo. She's lost like 12 kilos from doing the show and she looks horrible, horrible, really? horrible. It's funny how some people need she's, weight. Been, um, she's been really bullied and it's funny because we can sit there and watch it and go, oh my God, what a dickhead, but I wouldn't bully. I wouldn't go specifically like, to find her on social media no, and then I just know, slag her I know, but it's one of those things where, I, again, maybe these people just, because I've met these people in life that have just got blind confidence yeah. and they don't have any real self-awareness. Yeah. Now, I don't know if those people know what they're getting themselves into or if they're just like, yeah. I'm going to be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. But surely you would know because they cast people as certain, agreed. certain agreed. people. Agreed. Agreed. But I don't think anything can prepare you for the backlash from people like you would not be prepared for your social media to get like 50 well, inboxes a day saying kill yourself well <laughs> honestly you well, would probably no, not nothing could could prepare you for no, that even if you were confident honest, going the, on it well the so. only thing that we really had back in the day when i used to do radio at cin fm um yes we used to get some emails and some people used to rag on us but honestly like i don't know maybe maybe it's just in, each individual person but to me yeah. like the the positive one is like and it's like that's 50 percent up Yes, and then the one negative is like half of half of, half of I one agree. down. So I was like, eh. I agree. Because obviously, it's a little bit like reviews of a restaurant or something. So if yeah. you go to a restaurant, and you go, that was pretty good. You're probably not going to get online and go like, that was amazing. Mm. But if you had a bad experience, yeah, you're probably going to go on online. There. And obviously, if 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 you can, if you know why certain things that are annoying about yourself, I yeah. think. I don't think in a. So good. if someone's like, hey Matt, you're always spit it out or something like that. It wouldn't be like, oh my God, that's so offensive. Oh, I don't like, think Innes had any awareness that she was, she had she differing did. views. Okay. But I do feel for her and Lisa Wilkinson said something on um, the project the other night about how like at the moment all these shows, we, we talk about anti-bullying, but all these shows are edited and produced to create this bully within us. Mm. Um, not cool. Yeah. But also, I mean, I don't know. You can always just get rid of social media. You could all, you know which I, I think about, she's had to. I was thinking about the other day. It'd be great to like go, hey, Kira, do you want to go to like the art gallery in the city and just leave leave your phone at home? Imagine yeah. that. Imagine yeah. that. I love the idea. No phone calls. You can't take any pictures while you're out because, again, it's just this thing where. Be I, in your moments instead of capturing them. But people love to even be like, oh, my God, we went out and we didn't even take a ca-. And then you people would go home and put that on Facebook. I know. It's like, what you, what? No one cares. Like honestly, like when I look back, some sometimes I try and find a photo. Someone's like, someone's like, you need a photo of yourself, and I literally look back through my Facebook, and I've got they're like from Halloween 2018, <laughs> Halloween 2017, Halloween 2016. They're like my last the three photos. photos. That other people have taken exactly, and, and I'm wearing a mask, so yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just I just don't get the whole. I mean, I I don't get social media very much. It's 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 kind of confusing to me to be honest. It's not my favorite. It's just like, look at me, everyone. Look at me, everyone. A star, 
Everyone is. And a no star. one's a star. No one's a star. We're all normal. Uh, news at the top of the hour. Yes. Um, cover off next. Cover off. Well, we might come back for one little segment. And also after that, Heath Davison. Gold Heater. medalist. Does he get called Heather? Heathy. Just Heathy. Heathy? Heathy. Heathy. Time for Electric Feel, MGM2. Double PFM. There you go. A uh, bit of traffic for you. Friday morning breakfast. Heath Davison is in the building. Didn't realise. He sent me a message saying he was here. Didn't even check my phone. How rude. Very, very sneaky. Very, very sneaky. Um, Does he have his medal? Did you oh, say I it? Didn't, no, I didn't, I, didn't say, I didn't say it. We don't know. It's going to come in uh, while the news is playing. Um, after this, to cover off. Yes. Interview with Heathy. Yes. Um, Trump. Trumping. You know what's annoying me about Trump? What now? Well, everyone's making money off him. I know. Someone's and like, he's Ugh. making money too. He is making money. A lot of money. Did you hear his lawyer that came out and said all the things about him? He's lawyer like, X. He's like, oh, he, <laughs> well, it's basically his lawyer saying basically he knew he was, he didn't think he was going to win, but he knew he was going to make a lot of money off it. And then he kind of accidentally won. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> I wonder if he'll run again. I wonder oh, if he'll run again. Because it doesn't seem like the power. It doesn't seem like he likes the job very much. No. But he is an expert in everything. He, he, I know about everything. I love how you do it. That's why I like <laughs> to say it. China. I know more about China than Chinese people. And he met up with Kim Jong un yes. this week as well. Yeah. Kim Jong il. His father, mental E ill. Oh, hey. Hey-o. Um Yeah, news at the top of the hour. Um cover off next. What, are you gonna win? I think I'm gonna win. I'm concerned. Mm. We'll say. I might have to shake it up. Time for the news. A proud station sponsor. Friday oh, oh Friday morning breakfast. Billy Jean was almost happening. That's gonna be your cover off. Well, for this just week. spoil it for me. Uh, I didn't sorry. even get to enounce oh, it. Sorry. Would you like to announce it? It's not right, is it? No. No. Enunciate's like enunciate. Yes. That would be well, it. maybe enunciate. I want to enunciate. Um, no. Well, that's, yeah. So it's yeah. Billie Jean. I, I'm sorry, I wrecked it for you. Play some original. So this is Billie Jean, in case you don't know this song. You'd, You'd have to be living under a different rock to the one I live under right. to not know this. She doesn't know who Post Malone is, but... Um, <laughs> all right, so that's going to be the original MJ. That is going to be the original. MJ action. Let's just hope the rumours aren't true. We're just discussing that off air. Yeah, just uh, let, it go, let it go. Up the top, the... top left. Great radio, this. this All right, so this is your thrilling. cover off. So it's Billie Jean and it's going to be, it's going to be one of your favourites. Chris Cornell's cover. There we go. Enjoy. Get on Facebook and vote. Oh, she started. Boys! Oh, well, there you go. How good abrupt, is that? Abrupt ending. You can hear my song playing in the background as well. How good is that? Well, I'm just going to be honest. It wasn't as good as the original. Maybe that's a good thing. I mean, come on. It's Billie Jean. You can't beat Billie Jean. Oh, I'm sorry, but that voice would do anything to me any day. <laughs> I no... wish that he would haunt me and sing to me. There's some Michael Jackson songs that anyone can cover and there's some songs that no that one can cover. That was beautiful, that cover. It wasn't better than the original Billie Jean. I mean, Does it on. need to be better though? If you're doing a cover, I think it just needs to be respectful of the original, but it can be your own take, which exactly that was. It slowed yeah. down. It was yeah. rocked out. Yeah. It was so sexy. Yeah. Suddenly I want Billie Jean to be my lover. Yeah. I give it one and a half. Have my babies. Okay. So my song <laughs> is uh, End of the Road by Boys to Man. Oh, yeah. It's a bit too sensual in here. Again, it's, I think this is like 14 weeks number one in America or something crazy like that. 14 weeks. Well, the record is One Fine Day with Boys to Men and oh Mariah Carey. Gosh. 16 weeks That went for one. forever, that one. 16 weeks in America. So my cover is, cover is Blue Juice doing obviously the same song. Now, this one isn't a different interpretation, unlike your one. It sounded completely different from Billy Jean. This sounds exactly the same. But they do it really well. So good on them. Good on them. So this is my cover, Blue Juice doing Boys to Men, End of the Road. Here we go. There you go. So I was distracted. We were talking to Heath off air. Heath's here. G'day, guys. How oh, are we all? oh, is that Turn working? Him on. There you go. Heathy. G'day, guys. How are we all? <laughs> Good, thanks. Who won the cover off, Heath? Um, I'm going to go with you, Maddie, today. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's See, fine. See, this Chris is Cornell. Won. He destroyed the classic. I don't care if he's destroyed. Dead. They're both dead. That actually. is a strong choice. It is a strong. So get on, uh, get on Facebook. Get on there. I just checked it out last week. I won finally. Really? With feeling good by Muse. 
against uh, Since I Fell For You, which was what, Jimmy Barnes and Diesel. Yeah. Well, it was a good cover, I thought. So I won last week, finally. <laughs> that, we need to oil the mics up a little bit here. All right, so Heath Davison's in the building. Welcome. Congratulations. Thanks Thank for you. being here. Thank did you, you bring your gold medal? You didn't, did you? Nah, of course not. That's no. tragic. You know. Did you hear us talking about it on the way? We were like, ah, damn it. Halfway through? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, for the listeners, uh, first of all, just tell us um, about your disability and how you first got into playing tennis when you were young. Okay, so I got um I got a virus called transverse myelitis when I was five months old. Yep. And um essentially it if it eats away the myelin sheets in your nervous system. Okay. And um that obviously because I was so young uh, left me paralyzed from the waist down. So yep. I'm in a wheelchair full time. Yep. Um and then I getting into tennis. I guess I was a very overweight and chubby kid and <laughs> never really thought about playing sport. And I met a guy by the name of Dylan Alcott when yep. I was younger and um, okay. we were both pretty chubby and we decided that we wanted to do something to uh, get a little bit fit yep. and um, yeah, we decided to pick up a tennis racket and I guess... Yeah. Started smashing it out. Yeah. <laughs> did you lose the weight? I definitely did. I'm in pretty good nick now. So. <laughs> um, so you've kind of had two careers. So can you tell us a little bit about your early successes before <laughs> your first retirement in a sense? Your first retirement. Like how, you've already how, retired. Yeah. <laughs> How good were you? I just took a hiatus. I wouldn't say it was a retirement. Um, yeah, I played junior. I represented Australia um, as a junior uh, wheelchair tennis player for about four years. Yep. Um, played a lot. Um, was pretty successful. Was fourth in the world in the juniors. And then um, obviously didn't really have much as much of a social life and stuff like that. And took a lot of time yeah. away from school to uh, focus on my to sport. To get to that level. Because um, what age were you doing this? <laughs> 16 yeah 15 16 so yeah um yeah fell behind at school and had to repeat yeah. grades and stuff yeah. like that but um yeah and then obviously too much of a sacrifice pretty much and then mm. yeah turned 18 and <laughs> thought that i wanted to uh go and have a bit of fun and yeah. hang out with my mates and that was when the hiatus started yeah <laughs> because <laughs> so <laughs> you picked what was it what were we talking about before where we used to go out Oh yeah, you went to uh, Playhouse. Playhouse. And Playhouse. Playhouse was a better. Playhouse was a better option. Wherever they had beer, yeah. Um, so you started working out again. What year roughly did you start going? I want to be fit again. Um, back to back to how you used to be. So I've been playing tennis now for five years, and two years before that, I um, decided I wanted to get back in the gym because I met yep. a guy that um, lives up on the peninsula, yep. Andrew Kylie, who um, was the manager at Anytime Fitness, and we just had a great relationship and connect like clicked so yep. he got me back in the gym and um so did you start working out with the intention of playing tennis or did you just start working out oh no i just started working out yeah um and then once i started working out we realized i was reasonably strong so yep. we started doing powerlifting okay as you um, do. did a couple of powerlifting comps and yep. <laughs> then i guess like throughout the 18 months that i was doing that um I'd watched a guy named Nick Curios beat Rafa at Wimbledon. Yep. And, um, Inspired you. It sort of just, <laughs> yeah, it sort of just made me think. I, yeah. I sort of miss hitting tennis balls. Yeah. And then, um, honestly, man, the next day I rang my junior tennis coach who I hadn't spoken to in seven and a half years and just really? said, hey, man, what's going on? Do you reckon we could, I could come down and have a bash? And yeah, yeah I guess it sort of was a roller coaster and everything just led to where i am now Yeah, well basically well when you started having the hit around was it, were you pretty much back to how you were was it a lot of muscle memory or were you did you have to start basically from scratch or how did that work i mean the the shots were there i was just yep. very rusty and horrible yep. but um a lot the, of hard the core, work the core base was yeah. there still from what so, you learned from yeah it, yep. it was all there it was just i was really rusty i guess you could say and um Yep. Obviously, thought I was a lot better than I was. And so, with with the tennis, it looks extremely difficult, right? So, what percentage would you say is based on skill versus the actual mobility and endurance you've got to have to move around? You know, like if you're ex if, if you're extremely skilled, could you still be really good if you can't really move the chair that well, or vice versa? Um, yeah. Well, there's yeah. a couple of guys that aren't the greatest movers that yep. um just have really good ground strokes, but. I mean, you said it seems extremely difficult. We get to sit down on the job, mate. It's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. So. I know, you need a cup holder in one of the things. Um, 
I've always said that if any able-bodied athlete or tennis player sat in a wheelchair, it'd probably take about three to four months for them to get the mobility up, and then okay. they'd be fine. All right. So yeah. Now, so what are some of the rules um, in the division you're in? Because you're in the quads, right? Yes. So what are the divisions in in wheelchair tennis? Uh, so there's just open division, yep. and then there's quad division. Yep. So open division is you just have to be sit- sitting down playing in a wheelchair. Okay. And the quad division means you have to have a problem with three or more limbs. Okay. So for you myself, yeah, I've got um, yeah. I've got a dodgy I shoulder yeah, and a dodgy letter. wrist. <laughs> um, and because I've got no core, it it counts as a limb. So okay. Okay. Um, that's why I strap myself in so heavily when I'm uh, sitting in my chair yeah. compared to the other guys. I thought it's because of the speed you get. Nah, mate, I mean, I'm, if you stop fast, you know. I'm definitely like a high ace, mate. I'm pretty yeah. slow around the court. Because <laughs> I was gonna, uh, we'll get to the um, Olympics soon, but because uh, I was gonna say the guys that you played in Rio for yep. the gold, one of the guys was an electric wheelchair, and I'm going, whoa, what's going on with this guy? So yeah. what are the rules? And as I've seen other athletes as well, they've got the uh, they've got it taped. Yeah. So what are the rules and uh, what can and can't you do in your division? Uh, in my division, man, it's pretty much game on. Is Like, for example, the guys that we played in the Paralympic final, um, David Wagner and Nick Taylor. Yep. David Wagner um, was at the beach and ran into the water chasing a frisbee and broke his neck. Jesus. Oh so he... Um, is he, that's a gun electric one? No, that's oh, the that's other guy. Right. And yep. he tapes the racket to his hand because he doesn't have a lot of hand movement. Okay, yep. So um, you're allowed to do that? Yeah. yeah okay. Who decides what individually you're able to do? Because obviously everyone's got some sort of different form of their disability. Mm. So, for example, as you said, someone's going to need to have their yep. ta- hand taped. You wouldn't need that, but you need to be heavily strapped in from the core. Yeah. Who decides what's, yeah. what's right a... for you and what's wrong for, you know, and, yeah, and making sure you're not at an advantage... Well, yeah, there's um, the ITF, so the International Tennis Federation, have their own classifiers who come out and classify each individual if they're trying to play in the quadro, and it's a pretty ex- um, extensive test, okay. and um, it goes on a point system, and if you yeah. um, come under the point barrier, then you classify to play in the quads. If not, you have to play in the open division. And is there much of a difference, do you think, from just the, the, the quads compared to just the, the sitting down one? Um, yeah, the open division and quad di- division does have a fair gap. I mean, they're really good... Qu- Guys that play in the quad division, like Dylan, myself, David yep. Lapo, yep. we'd probably be uh, around okay. top 40, top 30. Oh, okay. But, that um, much of a difference. Yeah. It's, there's a couple of guys in the open division and um, girls that have had the same virus as me, but they had it older um, when they were older oh, in yeah. life and um, they can walk and stuff still. Oh, so, okay. yeah, um, I'm not taking anything away and I'm lucky, I guess, in a way to be in the quad division because yeah. the... Um, my disability restrains me so much compared to the other guys, but yep. um, yeah, wheelchair tennis in a whole, it's just really good and yep. um, it's was, great for everybody to get out there and give it a shot. I was going to say, is there a much of a, a support within the wheelchair community as well? Because I noticed I came to watch you play in Australian Open and I noticed there was a bunch of girls that came in as well. Oh, um, cheerleaders. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I assume they were players as well that had played as well. I'm not. Did you notice them at all? or um, Just a... a I mean, we all get around and support ourselves because the, yeah. um, the, I guess the size of the tour isn't as big as the um, APT or WTA. Yeah. So we hang around a lot together, and we're all reasonably close. Kind of, yeah. To kind of I mean, we've got rivals and stuff like yeah. that. But <laughs> you bring the ladies, is yeah. what Matt was referring to. Well, a little the bit. No, ladies. I was just wondering. I thought they were maybe. I didn't know if they were players or they were just people in yeah. the wheelchair communities. But because I remember years ago with Heath. People used to add you on Facebook that were just in wheelchairs and you're like, God damn it, I hate these people. Just- yeah, <laughs> people literally think yeah, we all have randomly- a, like, a yearly convention where we all catch up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's just random. Um, well, uh, we're going to talk about Rio next and uh, your relationship with Dylan and things like that. Yep. Um, so I'll quickly throw to a song, do some traffic, and then uh, you know what I'm going to play? I'm going to play some Post Malone for you. Really? <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> no worries. No idea. Friday morning breakfast. You're back with Matt and Kira and Heathy, Heath Davidson, gold medal winner in the Paralympics, Rio 2016. Thanks. Seriously, never met a gold medalist before. Nah. I know. And it's, you didn't it's, bring it's, it's it pretty in. cool. It's so sad. It's pretty good. Have you bought a beer since you won a gold medal? Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, fizzled out about six months afterwards. Oh, so still, had to start buying my own. Still, six months worth of beer is not it's bad. Pretty decent. I um, wear mine all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, want to, I just want to borrow the medal and just fake yeah. it. Oh, I want in archery. No one's going to know. <laughs> um, so you, so we're up to you. Started training. You've got, getting back to you hitting the balls around a little bit. You're getting back into it. Um, so how did that translate to um, basically teeing up with Dylan? 
and uh, you obviously had a relationship before when you were younger. Did you? Was it the same sort of thing? Did you see him around the traps and be like, "Hey, do you want to play doubles? Had you played doubles before?" Or? Uh, yeah, me and Dylan, or Dylan and myself, I should say. Sorry, um, we go. played English. our <laughs> we played our all of our junior career together. Um, yep. So, as I said, we met at a really young age. I've known Dylan for eighteen years now. So, yep. um, I came back and was just hitting socially. I, I never really expected it to be anything. Yep serious and then uh dylan got wind that i was hitting again uh he'd spoken to the coaches down at tennis australia yep and then um i got a phone call from the national coach inviting me down for a hit Not bad. um and then i guess i started hitting down there three or four days a week and i was pretty bad and okay. dylan had been back for a few years now and yep um i got classified and dylan's like dude we can we can probably win a gold medal if you keep playing tennis and stuff so um yeah and then we we played a lot of tournaments leading into the Mm. uh rio and we played our davis cup which is world teams cup um four months prior and we won that which was cool i didn't win a singles match dylan won all of his and then we won all the doubles (laughs) so thank you dylan yeah um and then yeah i was a late call up for rio yeah because i didn't auto qualify so i had to get a wild card okay and i only found out three weeks three weeks before we were going so and now how was how was the whole experience was that just because you didn't think you you weren't planning to go was it just like a massive whirlwind or how 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 was that how was the experience i had a few people um just tell me to take it all in yeah wander around for the first couple of days because it is very daunting and frightening because there's so many people yeah being in rio it was it was really cool but (laughs) it's obviously did you get a chance to see much of the city or yeah we went and um did a bit of a tour and we went to like yeah, um, what is it? Sugars. Uh, uh, we went to Christ Redeemer and stuff like that. <laughs> Sugars, what's that? It's, it's a strip club. Yeah, That's what I'm mate. thinking. I'm like, yeah, we, we visited the, the strip yeah. club, yeah. so we did the round. We definitely, we definitely yeah. try and uh, knock on a strip club door when we're away. You don't really need to. They don't wear a whole lot over there. No, no. True, you can true, see true. what you want just on the street. And yeah. Yeah, then Rio came about and um, played in the singles and the doubles. Mm. Um, I won my first round of singles, which I think I was most happy about and yep. still am because yep. um, I wasn't expecting to do that um, mm. I beat world number five I think it was at the time yep. um, where are you currently ranked at the moment ah uh, five mate five. so that's epic and oh, then fifth in the world and where are you guys as a team on in the doubles you ah uh, so it's not team ranked in the doubles so okay. I'm ranked uh, two in the world in the doubles so okay. two <laughs> yeah. just two two and five okay, yeah, top so five I'm, I'm getting it done crazy hopefully so in you guys so you guys make it to the gold medal match yep now you weren't even you didn't even think you were gonna make it to no. Rio. Mm. So what was your frame of mind? Because these guys had won what the last three in the last three Olympics they've won gold? Yeah, they'd never been beaten in a Paralympics. <laughs> right. so. so you're not even meant to be there. You make it to the gold match, the gold medal match. What's your state of mind? Are you just happy to be participating or are you going like we should win this? We can win this. I mean it's tough. Like we went there with expectations of winning gold like we yep. wouldn't go otherwise like, yeah it's just our mentality here in australia and the team that we had yep but um i guess that match didn't get off to a great start so we got pumped in the first set and then we were getting fairly wrecked in the <laughs> second set yeah and we had the electric wheelchair i mean come on yeah it doesn't <laughs> fatigue it's, it's yeah exactly yeah, it's, it's rough <laughs> um and then i think what was it we were actually i think we were really close to losing, to be honest with you. Mm. And um, they weren't happy that Dylan team. Dylan turned around and he said, "Mate, like, Stepping what out. have we got to lose?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "If we win this, I'll buy you beer." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> so okay. beer was uh, the motivator. What brand? What's your beer yeah. of choice? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Young Henry's at the moment. Yeah, big so fan. good. Yeah, big fan. Yes, they um, they were nice enough to deliver six labs to my house oh. the other day because I um wore their hat at the Australian Open. Oh. So. There you go. The boys. <laughs> get one of those sponsorships. There, so big shout yes. out to no, those it's, boys. It's, it's actually a really good beer. They can uh, sponsor the show if they want. We this would love. Yeah, they can deliver us beer Friday morning. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Their cider's great. Their cider is delicious. So you end up winning. Yeah. You smashed them. We didn't smash them, but you won. Yeah. <laughs> that other team weren't happy as well. I was watching. I watched the game, and that, the guy they were getting pretty pretty uh, PO'd. Mm. Is the I mean, I think, the, I think it's the only time I've ever played a tennis match and I haven't had a handshake at the end of the oh, match. Oh, what? Long ride, what? But yeah, they, they were a bit happy. salty. They were. So. Um, so, coming, like, after you won the gold, yeah. what, is, is your life completely changed? Is it almost the same? What, what, what's happened since? 
Um, well, essentially, I guess it's really weird to say out loud, but I went over a nobody and came back. Yeah. One in three people that have ever won a gold medal in tennis. Yeah. Um, for Australia. Yeah. So. Which is crazy. Wow. And um, and again, just on the back of, because I well for the listeners out there, they probably know already, but I know Heath. So I remember years ago going, like one of our mates is like, oh, no, Heath used to play tennis when he was young. He was really good. And you kind of hear that and you think, yeah. oh, yeah, he's probably pretty good locally or whatever. You know, yeah. you don't really think. And then he started training and he's like, oh, I'm getting back into tennis. And the next minute I'm watching him on TV win a gold medal. And like even for you, it was a whirlwind because you, again, you only got into it months before going over there. Yeah, well, I mean, I miss, I'll be honest with you. I miss sitting at home playing 2K with yeah. you, Maddie. But <laughs> um, my life's a bit busier these days. It is. Um, but for the better. A hundred percent. And yeah, coming back with the gold medal, it sort of, I guess you get recognized a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, do you get recognized a lot? Or yeah, I, not as much as like real famous people. <laughs> yeah. But I still, mean, on the occasional, would you get a double glance at least? Yeah. I mean, I had a few yeah. uh, people buy me a few freebies on the weekend yeah. um, when we're out. That's what I mean. And stuff like that. And um, then obviously because of the gold medal and my sporting achievements, I... Um, was granted an OAM, so Order yeah. of Australia medal from... Which is crazy as well. Yeah. And Congratulations. Thank you. So it's it's been pretty cool, man. I know. Going to be the mayor um, of Melbourne soon. I, I don't think I could take that away from Dylan, but <laughs> I'm speaking of a quiet Dylan, achiever. Speaking of Dylan, I've seen him meet a couple of famous people. So he's met Will Smith and he's met Arnie. What? Who who Have you met, met anyone since... Since winning the gold, any of your idols? Because you've got to step, you gotta step your celebrity game yeah, up. Yeah, you've got to use your backstage passes. <laughs> I mean, Wave that I have. Yeah, I just, I'm not, <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really like to post my whole life on Instagram and social media. Ah, okay. That's but, um, good. That is good. We were talking about that before. I That's mean, there's, good. there's definitely a few people I've met. I mean, there's a photo of Dylan and the princesses mm-hmm. and um, stuff. I was there. I met them too. I just, just didn't. didn't <laughs> yeah, it's pro- I probably should. Considering yeah. I need to like, well, you could do it on your, you could do it on your um, athletes page and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly, but yeah, yeah I, I sort of like to keep my private life private. But um, that's good though. It just yeah, it is what it is, and too many people live on their phones these days. And I feel like yeah, like I was at Eminem last weekend, mm. and um, I think three quarters of the crowd sat there and filmed I the whole know, concert on their phone. Yeah. And I'm like, but you're not enjoying. Why it. did you, you buy tickets? Concert. You could have yeah. watched that on yeah. YouTube. So, so weird. I don't get that at all. I've, same thing. I went to the NBL game and it was like a, a kid in front of me just yeah. taped the whole game. I'm like, when are you even going to watch that back? <laughs> yeah. So what is the point of that? Now um, in wheelchair tennis, what is kind of the average um, span of a career? Like what, what age can you play up to? Cause I think the guy, that, one of the guys you played in the finals was about 41, wasn't he? Or in his late thirties. Yeah. So David Wagner's, um, uh, yeah, 40s. So he, yeah. uh, he's he been playing for a long time now. And for me, I've come back at a fairly late age. I mean, I started mm. playing again when I was 28, so 31 now, which is... So do you, th- do you ever old. think, how good would I have been if I never stopped? No, nah, we don't think about that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had fun. Like, in- yeah, Dylan's okay, but I would have smashed him if I didn't I stop. Like it's like, fact- dude, I had 10 I know, years old. but I feel like the fact that you've got a gold medal, it's sort of like, it's all good. It's all good I got there. It's pretty cool, though, that you, that, that you managed to come come back after yes. such a long break you know at a later age as well like most people think oh you've got to be training from like you said when you were 14 pretty much consistently to get to that level for you to be like oh yeah i had a 10-year break came back won a gold it's like Psh, it's just what i do it's yeah. like what i'm that's what i'm known for no nah, i mean <laughs> everything that's happened in my life um mate as you know has made me who i am today so i wouldn't change any of it hmm. um so yeah i just i'm really happy that i got to, to come back and play i'll do something that yeah. i love for yeah. work and and do you, can, uh, do you plan to continue to keep playing for the near future or? Yeah, well, I'll do Tokyo. Tokyo yeah. is next year, which is a big one. And then yeah, um, and then hopefully if the body holds up, mate, I'll probably go for another how, four-year cycle. So how are you feeling? Pretty good at the moment. I mean, I'm yep. looking after myself a lot better than I used to, yeah. eating the right foods, yeah. trying not to drink all the beer in the world. Yeah. And, <laughs> just um, young Henry's. Just young Henry's. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, uh, that's the only beer I drink now exclusively. And just, yeah, <laughs> just staying fit and... Yeah, I play tennis enough, and yeah, is the training quite intense? Is it more? Is it more again skill based, or is it more endurance based? Uh, all of it. So we do yeah. strength, conditioning, and like obviously on court skills. Yeah. Um. So I'm training most days for around five hours a day, and then take <sighs> Sundays off. So. Jesus, are you sore after a game? Um, more mentally, I find it mentally draining. I mean, I've got yeah. obviously my body into pretty good reason, reasonably good yeah. condition for myself and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
The body holds up, all right. It's more me yeah. trying to stay concentrated, as you know, man. Yeah, I've yeah, got, yeah. Got a memory <laughs> like a goldfish, and I get yeah. distracted easily. Yeah. So I'm Matt, by the way. <laughs> um, so also, you, just before you mentioned that you had a bit of a problem with your the chair you play in. Yeah. Basically, what is the like main differences between um, your sports chair and your everyday chair? Mm. Uh, money. Um, <laughs> That's money. exactly nah. right. Cash money. <laughs> No, nah, it's amazing the, what yeah. a, the a sports load of money will pay for. Sports <laughs> chairs obviously have cambered wheels, make it easier to turn, and you're more yeah. stable. And there's a wheel at the back, um, so you don't fall out when you're moving around quick. Yep, but do the spins, yeah, do some donuts. So my tennis chair that I've got at the moment, we had um, the ex-engineer from Holden uh, Race Team really? uh, design my seat, so it's all carbon fiber and um, molded to me, which stuff. yeah costs an absolute fortune. Really, so thanks TA for paying. Are you ever, can you, could you use that as an everyday chair if you want? That's nah, too wide, man. It doesn't yeah. fit through doors and stuff. So yeah, yeah it's quite uh, angled, isn't it? Yeah, camber on the wheels, um, a fairly heavy, so we can obviously yeah. mobility. It's all just for mobility yeah. reasons. Yeah, um, and when you play, I I watch you play in the open, um, and it was really really hot. Was is, is is weather a factor generally when you play or? Definitely. We do struggle um, in the heat, oh. but more so um, our push rims get that hot that it burns our hands. Yeah, so I can imagine. That's, oh, yeah. That's a bit of a struggle yeah. out there. But yeah. I mean, once you're in the moment, you're sort of just focused on what you're doing and yeah. you sort of push through and push through. Yeah. get whatever you need to do to get it done. So I'm sure what you can. Um, and uh, I'm going to give you a bit of a quick fire quiz. Yep, sweet. So footy team? Richmond. Favourite player? Dusty. You met him as well, didn't you? I have met Dusty. Yeah. How was he? <laughs> Having a conversation with him. He's like pulling teeth today. <laughs> he doesn't seem like the most articulate fellow. Um, favorite athlete? Uh, Just at the moment in general. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Uh, Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. If you had to play tennis with anyone else except for Dylan, who would it be? Gail Monfries. Gail Monfries? Yeah. Do I know who that is? I don't know who that is. The French guy's just got awesome flair and he can hit a forehand at 188 Ks really? an hour. What's your strongest, what's your strongest stroke? Uh, probably my off forehand. It's my favorite. Um, really? That's just, yeah, I can stay balanced what's and I'm really one? good through what's it. What's that one? So it's when you're on the adva- ad side hitting cross. Across okay. your body. Yeah. Uh, no, opposite. No, opposite. Oh. away. Yep. Okay. Offside. So it's like offside. a cover driving cricket. Yeah, that's yep. it. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, so what's your next event and where can people hit you up if they're interested in following you and all that lot? Um, so I'm on all forms of social media. I've got a Twitter, I've got a Facebook and I've got Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Heath Davidson, uh, Heath.Davidson13 for Instagram and Twitter. And then, or um, you can just Google Heath Davidson. Yeah, true. And um, comes up with all the things as yeah. well. Wikipedia. You've got a Wikipedia page. I, I mean, do have a Wikipedia oh. page and it is the worst photo ever. And he's <laughs> it is a bad photo, actually. It's rough ass. Compared to the one we put on our yes, social media. 100%. Also, um, bizarrely, I, Heath and I were born on exactly the same day. We were. May same 9th. hospital? I don't know. Mel- was, Roy, Roy Melbourne's. No, nah, I was in uh, Glen Waverley. Uh, I got Mount Waverley, uh, sorry. No. I have to ask, what's your next personal goal outside of tennis? To have achieved something like that by early 30s. Where do you go? <laughs> what is do it, you is do there, now? Is there... Fine, is there is that your job? Like, is there is there money in it? Like, can does it support you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. it does. Like, yeah, it's it's what I do for a living. Is um, it going to say if you train five hours a day and you're trying to get, smash out work? We yes. get Jesus. We get sponsors. I've got a couple of sponsors. So Yonix and um, as I said, yep. Young Henry's. I'm pushing for a real big yeah. sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, but you are. Still not quite there. <laughs> do some ads. Um, <laughs> tennis goal. Australia. Tennis Australia help us out. And my Let's next goal, obviously, is just to play. In all four of the Grand Slams, yeah. which um, we finally get the opportunity to do this year. We've only been able to play the two of the quads. and You've got to beat, so. beat Dylan in one match. I'm holding that. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, honestly, it's going to happen. Yeah. Tokyo final. I'll yeah. win the gold medal. He'll win the silver. <laughs> it'll just be the end of our friendship. It'll, it'll be great. <laughs> no handshake for the second time yeah, ever be in his career. All right, I'm going to throw the song. If you don't mind, just hang around to the end of the show till nine. If yeah, that's for sure, you. mate. Um, I'm going to go east side. I'll play Hanson a little bit later for you guys, all right? Ooh, drop the bomb. After this, Kira's going to give her a gig guide. Yes. And just more show after yes, this. Yes, yes. When I was young, I fell in love with you. Oh, you On the 8.7, you're back with Matt and Kira and Heathy finishing off the show with us. Thanks, thanks for sticking around. I love saying, can you stick around? I yeah, feel very course, professional. Mate. Yeah, love, love being here. <laughs> All right, so gig go time. I'll give you some background music. Yeah, we're going to do a rush job because we'd like to have more time with Heath. We would. Well, he can come back. Yeah. Anytime he wants, really. We'll just capitalise on this awesome morning having Heath here. 
Yeah. So I'll rush through. Oh, uh, no, this is going to be sex on my phone. We don't want sex on my phone. Oh. I'll give you some Dr. Dre. How about that? Okay, cool. Do a bit of ga- a gangster in the background. Beautiful. Well, oh. if, you, if you're headed out tonight. <clears throat> this one. Um, I just sort of have the one suggestion at the Grand Hotel at 7.30, Pierce Brothers, who um, I saw open for um, Tash Sultana. Oh, sorry. Ooh. That took like nine hours to kick it in. It did. It's all good. <coughs> um, they opened for Tash Sultana last Delicious. year, and that's where I first got involved with them. And then we geeked with them um, at the Frankston Waterfront Festival. Really talented, really awesome. Yep. There's, I think there's some ditch involved. It's some drumming. Ditch. It's, it's so cool. So Pierce there? Brothers tonight, Grand Hotel Mornington, seven thirty. Yep. I guess hit them up and see if there's a door price, which there should be because every musician deserves to be paid. Oh. Uh, moving on to Saturday, just drop it, boom. <laughs> uh, moving on to Saturday, Swordfish Wine Bar, 7.30, Elvis Tribute Show. I mean, I don't know where else you'd want to be except for an Elvis Tribute Show. You know Elvis only played out of America one time? I did not know that, was it? Canada. Really? And he never went he anywhere else. He didn't go anywhere else. I knew that because I watched The Chase yesterday. Well, there you go. Um, also at the Wishing Well Tavern, um, 8pm, Fortunate Sun, which my guess is a Credence Clearwater. Yeah. Uh, tribute band? So. Maybe it's a Forrest Gump tribute band. It could be. And Sunday, you should be at the Sunday sessions at the Briars. Please, Matt, come to one of my gigs. I will. I should. Thank you. Grey Horizons playing Sunday? Hey, do you want to go? I was going to say, I'll definitely attend. Oh, that's and, uh, lovely. We can have some pre-drinks at your house. I'll, and we'll, uh, I'll bring Maddie with me. That's yeah. lovely. What beers will we having again? Uh, Young Henry's. Young Henry's. <laughs> Young Henry's. Well, we're, my band's on from quarter past three. It looks like it's going to be good weather. 